1: For me, it's about hustling. Like we can't expect that everything's going to come to us on a silver platter. Hey!
0: This is Property Investry, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Toren Shump and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with project manager, buyer's agent and personal trainer, Joey Degarda. Delving further, we'll find out about DeGarda's strategic approaches to investing, his tips and tricks in getting ahead in the property game at a young age, why investing in the current market isn't impossible, and much, much more. Currently utilising the buy and hold strategy, when it comes to building his property portfolio, Tagata shares that his initial approach to investing was quite different.
1: For me, I just want to preface by saying that it didn't even start out like that. For me, I was was going to buy that first property to then sell to buy that forever family home. So yeah, like that again, that was what was instilled in me from from my old man saying invest now and then you can sell it to them, leverage into that family home because I'd always have that conversation of dad, house prices here in Sydney are minimum one million and in the suburb I want to live in we're looking at 1.5. How's anyone going to afford 1.5? And then he said, well then you buy investment property and you leverage that way, sell it. And then there's your down payment on a house and you pay the mortgage for the rest of your life. Um, and for me that really didn't resonate with me. And we got a great relationship whereby I immediately took that on as a task to go, well I'm going to make sure that I don't do that with my life. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to kind of yeah break away from that kind of mindset that I suppose um, his generation had where you got to make sure that you have that family home. You pay it off as soon as you can. You keep working to pay the bills and whatnot.
0: Yeah, so while purchasing that family home is still a goal he has, renting at the moment is integral to his investing strategy.
1: Being a Gen Y I and mean, as much as I hate the term rent vesting, um, I, I dare say it's going to be a path that I'm going to take up because I do see I do see the value in it. Rent where you want to live, and, and park your available cash where it makes sense as an investment for you. Um, so that, that's that's where I see my uh, life <clears throat> taking me.
0: Thinking back to his previous investments, Dagata shares the research process he went through before settling on those properties, as well as his current approach to purchasing.
1: In terms of um, building out building out the portfolio, so. For me, the, the first one, it was kind of I just lucked it. I didn't really know what I was doing. I wanted to buy somewhere where I could drive past and see it. From then, I, I really started to, to look at numbers. For me, I'm, I'm huge about the numbers. Um, if it doesn't make sense financially and it's not going to the stack, then I won't go near near it because – if you don't have the right cash flows in place, and I'm not saying you need to look for positive cash flow properties because I personally believe you need a, a mixed balance. Well, depending on what your goals are, I'm not saying you need a mixed balance. I'm saying I would like a mixed balance because I'm personally after some capital appreciation, but in also, in, in order to achieve that capital appreciation and to build a substantial uh, asset base, we need to make sure that I've got the cash flows in place to sustain that. So that's why... Um, my purchases will be staggered in terms of a bit of appreciate, a bit of capital growth and a little bit of yield in order to counteract that and make sure that I can continue to grow while maintaining a reasonable amount of cash flow while not impacting my life because obviously, what's the point in getting this 60-something and having all this money and you've wasted 40 years of your life doing nothing?
0: While gaining finance and investing in the current market seems difficult, to, to highlights that buying property isn't impossible if you're willing to put in the work.
1: That's something that I really wanted to kind of get across to to the listeners, and especially those listening who are in the similar age bracket to I me, mean, us Gen Wires, who are so it's all doom and gloom. We've got no chance with anything. Um, for me, it's about hustling. Like we can't expect that everything's going to come to us on a silver platter. Um, obviously, yeah, our parents bought plots of land in nice suburbs here in Sydney for $30,000 but they're also earning peanuts when we can compare it to our median wages now Um, so how I managed to balance that personally is I've been fortunate enough to be able to get some some pay rises in in the jobs that I've jumped through to so that definitely helps serviceability obviously the more you can show the bank you're earning as on a weekly basis the more willing and the higher they'll go in terms of lending to you
0: Drawing on his own experience, he shares how budgeting and keeping clean account books is another factor that can improve your chances of gaining finance.
1: On top of that, I've just shown really, really cl- clean uh, account books for the last uh, nine or so months because I, 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 I understood the uh, financial environment that we were entering and I knew how closely the banks were looking at your expenditure and you can't any longer say to Mr. and Mrs. Broker, that hey, my expenses are $50 a week, because they'll start looking at your bank transactions and they'll go, well, you spent that at McDonald's on a 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. How is that your monthly expenditure? Um, so for me, I've been able to keep really clean um, expenses. So I've only been I've only been expending uh, expend, sorry, spending money on the absolute essentials to keep my portfolio running. And I've got the the um, Luxury of falling back on that personal training income to use as my, I suppose, play money. And that's what I'm, that's what I use to keep that social life happening, to save up to go on holidays and whatnot. Because I said, as I said, travel is a really big passion of mine. So I like to go away on an international holiday at least once a year. So I'll try and squeeze that in as well. So that requires really, really, really strong amount of hustle. And and that's, that's the one thing that if I could try and get across to the listeners, like we, we, our generation, we really need to hustle as much as we can. There are opportunities out there left, right and center for us.
0: However, while keeping track of your spending habits is definitely important, Tagata explains that you can have a little leeway when it comes to spending.
1: Really, really funny story actually. Um, so, I've got a really so- solid relationship with my um, mortgage broker uh, and he actually called me saying, the banks don't think that you, you're you alive, like you're <laughs> showing so little expenses they almost don't believe you. Um, so I suppose I, I, I maybe took things too far the opposite way. He was <laughs> almost suggesting, mate, can you go down to the coffee shop and and actually show that you do have that card? Can you please throw that on PayPass? Um, so, again, I probably took it a little bit too far the other way in terms of making sure I had a squeaky clean book. Um, so, yeah, but it does show that if you do keep the squeaky clean books, they are still willing to lend to you, even someone like myself who is already – got a fair amount of debt to my name, um, they were still willing to to throw the money at me.
0: Another important factor to consider before getting a loan is what bank you go to. Zagart explains why he uses a broker to source him the best loans.
1: I did end up going to the Commonwealth Bank. um, So, shout out to work there. No, uh, it was was pretty much, I've got a really trusted um, broker who who sources me the best loans uh, every time. Uh, and again, that's that's something pivotal to any investor making sure you've got that really solid A team around you and I think that I've got that.
0: Yeah. And and that's the really interesting thing. Even though you work for a Commonwealth Bank, you still use a mortgage broker to find the best deal out there from different banks.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, if if there's a bank willing out there, say for example, if the Commonwealth Bank closes the door on lending to me, I'm very much open to going looking at another bank and, and that's why the brokers are there. They're, a phenomenal service whereby we don't pay them a cent um, to, to go and source us the best deals, to save us the most amount of money. It's just, for me, I, I don't know why anyone would consider, wouldn't consider, like, would do anything other than use a mortgage broker. I feel as though they're so pivotal to any uh, property investor.
0: Going back to the buying process, Degata mentions the criteria he looks for when purchasing property.
1: Primarily, it's it's understanding what the client's, objectives are, what their goals are, not just today and tomorrow, but in the future. So once we've identified a brief for them or for myself, um, it's about sourcing that that perfect property that's going to make sense for now and for the long term as well.
0: And why staying active in the property market is important regardless of whether you're buying or not.
1: Being, I suppose, in the game for a little while and having the personality where I'll speak to anyone about anything, um, I'll just call uh, Agents and just have a chat to them about about the market, rather than looking at their listings online and hoping that maybe one's going to pop up. I'm active. I'm out there. I'm I'm speaking to agents on a daily basis. Even if I'm not even interested in in their marketplace, or for example, if I only want an apartment in their market, but they're dealing in four million dollar houses, I'll still speak to them because who knows? One day someone might knock on your door and say, "Hey, I want a four million dollar house in that market." So, I suppose it's kind of leveraging and networking as, as much as possible really opens up doors that you wouldn't, yeah, everyday buyer wouldn't have exposure to.
0: However, while Degarda does keep tabs on the Australian property market overall, he shares that there are particular markets he focuses on.
1: As I've said to a couple of my clients and some of the business partners that I've been networking with, I am dealing in the, the primary residence space. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to buy family homes, forever homes for people here in the Sydney market and also looking to help those wanting to invest here in Sydney and also anywhere in the country. But somewhere that makes sense for me, I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable uh, giving my client some advice saying, oh, I think today's a terrific day to be investing in the two-bedroom apartment market in Darwin just because, <laughs> just because I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable parking my cash there. Yeah, um, yeah. I just the other day had a had a client who was looking to invest in uh, Perth, which has been heavily debated about. Um, personally, I, I, I'm not investing in Perth, but for them, it was it was something different where they've got the intentions of relocating there in 12 months' time. So definitely staying borderless with the investing approach, um, but primary residence buyers here in the Sydney market that I know like the back of my hand.
0: And why for him, personally investing now isn't such a bad idea.
1: That's personally what I've just just executed on. So I've just executed on what I feel as though was a bit of a distressed sale in, in a pretty hot pocket of Sydney that only 18 months ago was attracting 50 to 100 home buyers to the door. So yeah, it's a great time to be buying here in Sydney in my opinion.
0: All in all, Dagata emphasises that given time, research and a decent property purchase, delayed gratification will come into play, benefiting the individual in the end.
1: We're only a, a fairly young country when, when compared to other built nations. And I think provided you don't pick an absolute lemon and, and you've invested in a fairly decent enough area of time, will heal all wounds. And that's why I'm appealing to the young buyers now that now's the time to get in while we're young and while we've got time on our side and 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 with compounding interest times an, a massive factor if for every year that okay, I've just written an article for um for API and, and in there I've, I've got the break the breakdown of whether you would rather take a million dollars on day one or whether I would give you one cent compounded for 30 days what would you rather and everyone that I've spoken to said, I'll take a, I'll take the million dollars on day one, please. And I was like, well, you're a fool because you're, you're negating millions on day 30.
0: Coming up after the break, we'll find out more about Joe DeGarda's property investing strategy to find out what he has in plan for his portfolio.
1: Just because I know I've got time on my side, um, I, can, I can start to help. I can just really build that, accum- that accumulation phase now. I can... Keep keep slowly adding more properties onto the portfolio and then yeah, I do see myself fairly soon jump into the commercial space.
0: Why you got into property in the first place?
1: For me, I wanted to be able to hopefully create a bit of a legacy for myself, my family and for future generations as well. That would be an absolute dream of mine.
0: The tips and tricks he has when it comes to having a positive mindset and believing in the delayed gratification property can offer?
1: For me, it's always been about that that long-term game. Get in, get in as early as possible, get in as young as you can and just wait, 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 wait and let time do the heavy lifting for you.
0: And that's next. I'm Tyron Chump and you're listening to Property Investory. Continue on with his property investing strategies. Zagata shares whether or not his property investment plans involve one day investing in the commercial property space.
1: I see myself there um, one day, but just because I know I've got time on my side, um, I can I can start to help. I can just really build that, accum- that accumulation phase now. I can keep keep slowly adding more properties onto the portfolio, and then yeah, I do see myself fairly soon jump into the commercial space. Um, but just. Having learned from people who have, who have done it in the past, people who have jumped headfirst into commercial and lost, and lost big time because there's a tenant being vacant there for, the property probably been vacant for 18 months and you're still paying thousands of dollars per month in, in your mortgage. So, um, yeah, just from, from my research and my understanding, it's, it's better for the seasoned investor who's got a little bit more skin in the game and understands the process. Um, I still think I've got a, a little bit to learn before I jump into that space, but I do see myself there.
0: While getting into property has undoubtedly been drilled into him from a young age, Tagata shares that there are other personal motives behind his desire to build a portfolio.
1: For me, it's it's all about financial independence. It's about financial freedom uh, at at the end of the day for me. Uh, I I don't want to be able to, sorry, I don't want to be there relying on government payouts. I want to be able to support myself and be able to, when I choose to retire, retire out of choice rather than money's given way. I want to be able to have choices later on in life. And and that's all it's about for me. I wanted to be able to hopefully create a bit of a legacy for myself, my family and for future generations as well. That will be an absolute dream of mine.
0: However, though everything has been gradually smooth sailing for Dagata, he explains that there were aspects of investing that initially held him back in the beginning.
1: A lot of apprehension, a lot of fear around seeing your bank balance as only a young 20, 20 year old, twenty one year old, seeing it go from where it was to next to nothing um, in, in making that first purchase. So that was really, really hard to let go of. Um, now, as as I said, I've become accustomed to that just being a process. Um, but yeah, initially, that was that was really hard to see all of that money go.
0: But what was it about his first investment that alleviated his fears and worries?
1: I suppose having the having the benefit of seeing the property that I did park all that initial cash in um, do quite well, so that really took a lot of the apprehension off off of my mind. If it, if it hadn't been a said lemon, then then yeah, maybe I'd, I'd still be as apprehensive as I was on day one. But um, because it's done quite well for me, I've just got none of that fear anymore. I'm, I'm definitely saying don't 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 not be fearful. Definitely be fearful because it's huge. It's a lot of money that we're talking about. But as long as you've done your research, you've engaged professionals to help you along the way, um, it, it should be a pretty seamless process.
0: Touching on the importance of research and making sure your purchases are beneficial to your investing plans, Tagata talks about what he considers a lemon property and why you should avoid it.
1: For me, a lemon is something that's going to hamstring you in terms of uh, being able to to borrow again but we can't say that because something's going to hamstring you might grow incredibly so if it's going to hamstring in terms of your serviceability and it goes backwards in terms of capital appreciation at a rapid rapid rate and again as i said with property if you play the long game it's you're going to really find it hard to struggle unless yeah and by lemon again as long as it fits those criteria if we see capital depreciation and quick and it's Hurting you to hold this property, then I'd classify that as a loan.
0: While the outcome of a property purchase isn't always guaranteed to be a good one, Tagata shares that there are resources you can use to avoid to learn more about investing and making the right decisions.
1: Being a Gen Y, I'm all about the podcasters. I'm all <laughs> about the podcast. So I, I just love it. Like For me, being able to sit on the train, going to work, to and from work, being able to work out listening to podcasts, that's two hours a day of free education by experienced guys like yourself with skin in the game who have phenomenal guests on there sharing their knowledge. Like, uh, why wouldn't we take advantage and learn from these guys' mistakes, learn from what they did well, learn from what they didn't do so well. Um, that, that's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and in terms of books, I suppose, where did it start for everyone? Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, that's where it kind of really kicked off for me. actually went backwards and then, went into Richest Man in Babylon after that. But I think those two books are really fundamental for anyone thinking about property investing. Obviously, Kiyosaki being um, a Hawaiian, the, some of the the ins and outs of it aren't relevant to Australians, but the overall subject matter is is the same and it, there's really valuable lifelong lessons in there. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, the I suppose, the, the books that anyone just wanting to dip their toe into the space I'd recommend, but yeah, other than that, it's it's all about the podcasting for me. I c- cannot believe the amount of free content available out there.
0: He continues on to explain why he thinks podcasts, in particular, are important for both the new or seasoned investor.
1: For like a property nut like me, I, I there's not one podcast that I wouldn't listen to. So. I'm subscribed to about 25. So if, any, if if anyone wants some good recommendations, they can feel free to message me on social media. I'm happy to give them out because, yeah, there's just a plethora out there. And it's just really, really nice to get the different podcast hosts like yourself and you've got a completely different audience on there and there's others that, that delve in different dynamics and have different strategies. Um, so it's really nice to get an overall picture of everything that en- encompasses property investing. And you can pick the little pieces of those podcasts and their guests that re- resonate with you and you can move forward with that as your direction
0: continue on with his talkative advice Degarda shares the most influential piece of advice he's heard in his property journey so far
1: For me it's always been about that long term that long-term game get in, get in as early as possible get in as young as you can and just wait 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 and let time do the heavy lifting for you
0: And the personal habit he believes has undoubtedly influenced his success.
1: For me, it's all about hard work and hustling wherever you can. There are endless opportunities out there. Um, It's just about opening up doors, taking advantage and really be vulnerable. Put yourself out there because people are quite receptive. They're not as big and scary as you think they are. And people who've done well generally want to share that they've done well and they're willing to to kind of share that information with you and and they want to help you get over the line as well. So... Really try and get yourself out there as much as possible.
0: Despite his journey being amazing so far, Tagata spills that there is something he would have changed in his past, particularly if he met himself 10 years ago.
1: Go and get another job because <laughs> <laughs> I only had one when I was 15. <laughs> I, was so say. I was only working at McDonald's. <laughs> Go and work at KFC as well.
0: Thinking to the next five years of his property journey, Togata shares what he's most looking forward to.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about the opportunities that the, the markets are presenting um, while others, others are, uh, uh, here we go, I'm going to rip out another quote, be <laughs> be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. So when when there's a lot of apprehension in this Sydney market, I think now's the time to go. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunities that present themselves there. So that's in terms of my personal investing. But for other than that, I'm, I'm really excited about where Estro Property, the buyers agency that I've started, might be able to take me. Um, really excited to be able to help young, old, a- a seasoned amateur investors um, get into the market and help build out a portfolio for them.
0: On such a positive note, and with so much to show for his dedication at a young age, Tagada explains whether or not he believes luck or skill is accountable for his success.
1: I'm going to say a fair bit of luck because I think without that um, purchase at that time of marubra I, I don't think I'd be where I am and I may not have had um, some other fortunate ex- experiences if, if not for that property. Um, but I'm not going to say that I'm not hardworking and diligent because i uh, That'd be a pretty, pretty much a letdown of myself. I feel as though that I am. So I don't know. Oh, let's go 50-50. No more. 60% hard work and 40% luck. But I suppose you're going to have to put in the hard work in order to get yourself into those fortunate situations. So without the hard work, there would be no luck.
0: With so much knowledge to share both in regards to his personal journey or as a buyer's agent, here's how you can get in contact with him.
1: So anyone can feel free to, to jump on any social media platform. I'm on Facebook. Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, search Estro Property or you can feel free to search me. I'm Joey DeGotta. Or I think I'm public on most platforms. Uh, just feel free to, to get out. I'm, I'm here to have a chat to anyone. I'll have a chinwag to a- absolutely anyone about anything property. So no obligations. If you want to get in touch, um, 24-7 reach out.
0: Thank you so much to Joey Degada, our amazing guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com.